0: Over? Nothing is over until we decide it is. It's time for the Chicago Blackhawks post-game show on the Blackhawks Radio Network. Here's Joe
1: Brand. A valiant last period effort by the Blackhawks, but definitely something missing in the first 40 minutes as the Hawks fall to the Montreal Canadiens, three to two, up in Canada for Montreal's home opener. The Hawks now. One, two, and zero on the season. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks post game show. Taking you up to nine thirty tonight. We're gonna head on over to Canada, but before we do that, a quick break for station identification. The
0: Blackhawks, Wildcats, and the NFL play here on AM seven twenty. On smart speakers, say "Play WGN Chicago." W-G-N.
1: Montreal jumped out to a 3 nothing lead by the second period. The Hawks got a couple of goals from Tyler Johnson in the third, but it was too little too late as they suffered their second straight loss out of the first three games of the season. Let's head on over to the Bell Center, bring in Troy Murray, who was on the call with John Weideman tonight. Troy, before we get into the 40 minutes, which we chopped up a lot in the first couple of intermissions, it was a strong effort played by the Hawks in that third period, making it a game you like to see at least some resiliency after a, a rough first two periods that this team had.
0: Mrazek, I thought, was excellent and and gave them an opportunity to hang around in this game even though it was 3-0. You you know, you get that first one by Tyler Johnson, a little bit closer, pull the goaltender at the end, you score one there, and and then you get a power play opportunity, which was great for the Blackhawks they moved it around and Seth Jones rang one off the post that one could have easily gone in good traffic in front of the net but they weren't the better team tonight they got to find a way to start scoring on their power play their man advantage 0 for 14 shots in this game tonight so 14 shots is a good sign a lot of them came in in the last little bit there And, um, you know, the even strength sought 16. they got to find a way to be a little bit more effective five on five, I think, that Montreal in this game started to pull away in that that department. They were uh, undisciplined, though. They took a lot of penalties, and that took rhythm out of their game. And and for the Blackhawks, just not finding it on the power play, just not getting the results that they would hope for. And, you know, any time during this game they score one goal, it's a different game. It's a different game. And they just never got that goal that they were looking for.
1: Five shots on goal by Lucas Reichel in that third period. Was it mainly just because of the power play, or what did you see a difference in his game
0: for Lucas Reichel? Yeah, I need to see more. Okay, um, he, he did have six shots, but um, you know, I, I'd have to see how many of those were, were on the power play. You know, I, I just uh, he, I, I thought that he would be. More effective early on here from what we saw in training camp in the preseason, and it just kind of hasn't happened for him. And, you know, all of a sudden you're, you're, there's some conversations between the last game and now with Taylor Hall out. Do you put him back on wing with Connor Bedard. Well, they don't want to do that because they want to give him a really good look down the middle of the ice. But he hasn't been as dominant as I thought that he would or at least effective as I thought he would. Uh, but again, I mean, this is his first really big test at the NHL level. Last year, he he had... Uh, an opportunity to, to play more regular at the end of the season. But, you know, now he's a focus out there, and you look at who he's playing with and the matchups and everything, and there's going to be no easy games for Lucas Reichel. And, you know, he's just going to have to fight through this and just continue to get better and better and work hard, and, and hopefully it uh, it starts happening for him.
1: We're going to be focusing on Connor Bedard's game a lot this year. Obviously, a point per game is still very, very stellar by an 18-year-old his first three games in the league. But do you feel like he was challenged and also did a good job of working through those challenges today? I know you broke down his game a lot earlier, but especially in the third period, kind of wipes out, but stays with the play, makes something happen, and uh, kind of draws a penalty. It just seems like he's he's always forward-thinking, even when he slips up a little bit.
0: Well, it, you know, you go back to the great players, and any time they get an opportunity, they'll make the most of that opportunity. Wayne Gretzky, you could shut him out, and then all of a sudden, you just sleep a little bit, and bang, it's in the back of the net, or he makes a great play, and Conor Bedard has that ability. I thought Montreal did an excellent job most of the game, though, and it was big David Savard out there, and, and it, there was one play that was kind of maybe defining where he hit Conor Bedard, he was down behind the net, and he just kind of held him there. And, you know, it's just like, hey, kid, you know, I'm here. I saw Brandon Gallagher kind of shadowing him in the third period skating right where he was skating. So that took some options away from him. He's going to get the attention. He's going to get the full attention of every team moving forward. And it's not going to be easy. He's just 18 years of age. uh, But he he does have some, you know, wonderful plays. And when you look at him, 12 shots on goal again here tonight. Uh, That's pretty incredible. I mean he finds ways to get shots he's got to he's got to start hitting the net though I mean I was uh, kind of complaining about that and the on the power play high and wide it goes around the boards and you get caught in a position and they score a shorthanded goal it's got to find a way to hit those nets he's had those looks um, I, I think that he's I, I wouldn't say pressing a little bit but I think he's trying to get a little bit too cute with those shots just let him go and and find a way to you know create that second opportunity he's got traffic in front of the net a lot of the times and and um i, I just you know he's a great player and you can see he's got the skill but tonight's a good example of it's not going to be easy for him and and people are going to be concentrating on him and i didn't think that uh, marty san luis was looking for any specific uh, line matchup but i saw david savard out there almost every time that uh, conor bedard was out there and that's just a big body that he's got to go up against
1: an off day tomorrow, but Monday will be here before you know it. Big matchup against Toronto. Can't really dwell on this. You just got to get focused on the next game.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah, there, there's, there's, I think, some, some of the easy plays that uh, the Blackhawks need to get better on as far as easy picking them out and, and showing them to the guys what they need to do better. Some of their positioning has to be a little bit better. But, you know, again, Montreal, heavy team. They played well. This is their home opener, and if I, if you looked at... The start of this schedule, the first five games, man, they're tough. And then you come home against Vegas. and yeah. It is not easy. You know, Even if you're a veteran team and you're an established team, these games would not be easy, let alone having three rookies on, on defense and a bunch of guys up front that are just getting their first taste of action here at the NHL level.
1: Ten of the first 14 opponents that the Hawks are facing, either a President's Trophy or a Stanley Cup Final within the last three years. Ben Pope of the Chicago Sun-Times tweeted that out earlier today.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's a tough start.
1: <laughs> I'd say so. That's that's no walk in the park.
0: But let's get them out of the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, very true, very true. All right, Troy, I'll let you boogie. Great stuff as always. We'll talk to you in a couple of days. Yep,
0: we'll see you up in Toronto.
1: All righty, that is Troy Murray. He and John Weideman on the call tonight. As the Hawks fall to the Montreal Canadiens 3-2, they drop to 1-2-0 and on the season. A 3 nothing lead for Montreal by the second period. The Hawks with a late effort in the third. couple of goals by Tyler Johnson and Seth Jones right off the post. With the man advantage and the empty net, so they had a two-man advantage actually in that final try, but the Hawks come up short. We're only going to 930. We'll take your calls, we'll take your texts if we can. 312-981-720. 7200 1st we got to get to a break. Hawks fall to the Habs 3-2. Blackhawks Postgame Show 720. WGN. Hey, Chris Chelios here. It's time to break out the
0: bandito. El Bandito Yankee Tequila. So smooth, it's criminal. Break out the bandito, baby. Now Radish got it to Johnson over the Canadian line. To Jones, top of the right circle. Guns it to the front of the net. Johnson shoots. He scores! Tyler Johnson with his first goal of the season. He was bolting to the net down the right wing. Did a little spin on the Canadian defenseman, Gooley, and found a puck at his feet and snapped it in behind Montenbo. The Hawks are on the board, trailing 3-1. to one.
1: We'll give Tyler Johnson our player with the most heart, which is sponsored by Northwestern Medicine. Northwestern Medicine is home to the state's leading heart and vascular program, Top ranked for 16 straight years by U.S. News and World Report. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks post-game show. Hawks fall to the Montreal Canadiens, three to two. Third game of the season. Hawks drop to one, two, and zero on the year. Montreal wins their home opener. They improve to 1-0-1. This was a rough game for the Hawks in the first 40 minutes. They did turn some things around in the third period. They are still scoreless on their power play. In fact, coughed up a shorthanded goal to Montreal tonight. Special teams weren't great. However, the Hawks' penalty kill has been perfect today, so I guess that's the trade-off. But still, you'd like to see some more progress coming from the Hawks' power play, which actually I thought in the first game against Pittsburgh Looked pretty good, especially the very first power play. It almost seems like they've just kind of downgraded since. Uh, They had a decent power play in the third period tonight, but again, no goals to show for it. Tyler Johnson had both goals tonight. On the first one that you just heard, it was set up on a nice play by Seth Jones, just throwing it towards the net. The second goal started by Connor Bedard, throwing it towards the traffic in front of the net. Finding Corey Perry down there and then Tyler Johnson just picking up the loose puck. Tyler Johnson actually had five shots on goal tonight. He was tied for second on the Hawks team with Andreas Athanasiu and Connor Bedard. Lucas Reichel actually led the way with six shots on goal. Something that Troy and I were talking about. All, or I should say five of the six coming in the third period. A lot more aggression from the Blackhawks' power play in that third period. Lucas Reichel shooting the puck a lot more. And it's just kind of one of those late-game efforts that you sometimes see. Uh, but I, I am with Troy. I, I think you need to see more from Lucas Reichel. You were expecting to see more from Lucas Reichel. He looked like one of the best Hawks in the scrimmages at the preseason. Again, it's it's a scrimmage. But you know, even in the preseason, there were a few games where he had a couple of breakaways or a couple of self-induced opportunities to score a goal. He picked up his first goal in the final preseason game. But the conversation at the time was, How he was finally rewarded for his good play and how much work he had done during the offseason of bulking up and getting stronger because he knew he was going to elevate his game and gain more responsibilities of being a consistent center in the Blackhawks system. I hope they stick to their plan. I think they will. The Hawks are very transparent. They're pretty true to their word about making sure guys are progressing the correct way. I would imagine Reichel stays at center For a good amount of time still, because they want to just continue to give him the opportunity, maybe build up some more confidence. And also, I I do think it's important to kind of separate those two, and Bedard and Reichel, because they do have a lot of pressure on them. We can talk and split hairs about who handles the pressure more or what those different types of pressure is like, but they do have pressure on themselves. I think Connor Bedard had probably his most challenging game tonight, but I stand by what I asked, Troy, that... I think he did a good job of working past some of those challenges. And I think Lucas Reichel just hasn't been able to show all the hard work that he did during the offseason and the glimpses of some really fine opportunities we saw him do in the preseason and in training camp. I think that's going to take some time. It's not going to turn around right away. And I think tonight is a good example of, what, once again, who the Hawks are. They've got a more talented lineup than last season. They've got a deeper roster than last season. Last year, they were a hardworking team. They fell short a lot. They only won 26 games, but they made a lot of games close. Tonight, they they made this game close. They did not outplay Montreal by any means. They may have outplayed them in the third period, but they lost this game because they didn't do what they needed to do in the first 40 minutes. Yet, they got within a goal. And this isn't grasping straws and and trying to pull a silver lining it just i think it's a good not wake up call but it's a good reminder to this hawks roster of what they're missing and I, and that doesn't mean like what type of player they're missing just what they're missing in these games montreal came out firing it was their home opener they're an aggressive team they're a heavy team they're a good defensive team and they stole the momentum in the first period hawks put up a pretty decent fight but they couldn't get past them. And then Montreal was able to capitalize on their chances in the second period, and that ended up being enough. We'd like to hear from you. 312 981 7200. You can call, you can text, you can tweet at me at joe underscore brand one. Hawks fall to Montreal three to two. Got to take another break. Blackhawks postgame show, 720 WGN.
0: Jones, top of the left circle, and he'll angle through the high slot. Give it a Bernard, right circle. Fires just over the yeah, net. There's another one of those. Yep. Looking for the top corner. Shorthanded breakaway for Monaghan with a Hawk line down the slot. Shoots and scores. John Monahan makes it 3-0 Montreal with his first goal of the season. It was a shorthander. Hawks allowed 10 short-handed goals last year. This is the first one they've allowed this season and is now 3-0 Montreal.
1: 14 shots on goal for the Blackhawks on their power play tonight, but nothing to show for it. In fact, Montreal. Picking up a shorthanded goal, Sean Monahan making it 3 nothing Montreal, as you just heard John Weineman describe. And that actually ended up being the difference tonight as the Hawks fall to the Canadiens 3-2 up in Montreal. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks postgame show. 312-981-7200 if you would like to join us. Our buddy Leo from Albuquerque, who always chimes in, I think he's perfect on the year, uh, texting in, We are relying on Bedard too much. That's his first point. Second point, can we please do something about our power play? And the third point, second period, was embarrassing. Uh, I, gr- I agree with you on the second period, Leo. They had a difficult time doing just about everything, let alone coughing up a shorthanded goal after a huge opportunity to try and turn the tide of the game. Can we do something about the power play? Yes, something needs to change with that. Uh, this isn't an excuse, but let's remind fans that Taylor Hall Not available today. I know he has only played in, what, a game and a half, even less than that, with the Hawks, but he's on the top line. He's on the first power play unit. Lucas Reichel, who hasn't come out of the gate as we expected him to, is replacing Taylor Hall on that first power play unit. So there are some challenges there. Again, it's not an excuse, but it is definitely a factor of what's been going on. The idea that the Hawks are relying on Bedard too much, I I can't agree with just yet. He had five shots on goal. He had 12 shot attempts. I, I think Troy is spot on with his shots are going a little too high and a little too wide. To me, that sounds like just a release change. Maybe, let's see. Hang on to the puck a little bit more or hang on to the puck a little bit less, depending on which way wide it goes. I think that's a growing pain. This is an 18-year-old in his third game in the NHL. It's not going to be sunshine and rainbows every single day. And by the way, Bedard did have a point tonight. That's what I was trying to get into with Troy earlier. He had the secondary assist on Tyler Johnson's second goal. It was a crafty play. He's up at the high slot. He just throws it on net, but he's got that deceptful shot once again. It may have gotten nicked a little bit by one of the Canadians in the middle slot, and that's how it found Perry on his opposite side in front of the crease. But it is the deception of his shot to make that happen. Maybe that wasn't even a pass, maybe that was just a shot, but again, he's always keeping defenders on their toes, whether or not he has a good game or not. And I think that was a good thing to see. Wasn't having the greatest game, or at least Montreal doing a very good job of challenging him, limiting him. You heard Troy talk about... How Bedard did, or Montreal did a very good job of blocking the shooting lanes for Connor Bedard, especially down the middle, but especially the play in the third period late when he blows a tire, loses the puck, you just feel for him there. That's rough. That's an 18-year-old, just a little slip-up. It's going to happen to anybody. Quickly gets back up and stretches out his arm to break up the play. Just one little touch of the puck helps break that up, and then he draws a penalty. So he's always in the game. Even if he's not having his top-notch performance that his expectations are or your expectations are, he's still in the game. Five shots on goal, 12-shot attempts. We won't bring up, well, okay, the fate we have to. The face-off circle, still a problem, but again, he's 18 years old. The only way you're going to get better at that is by continuing to work at it. Hawks as a team, though, not many excuses. 25% from the face-off dot. Uh, that allowed Montreal to hang on to a lot of the momentum that they had in the first two periods. That definitely has to change. Uh, this coming from the 574 area code, the most glaring deficiency to me, oh, is the faceoffs. Start winning those, and your power play gets considerably better. Absolutely. Troy brought up a great point towards the end of the second period, I believe it was, where the Hawks had Bedard and Reichel out on the ice. I think this was a four on four. Yeah, that's what it was. And the Hawks didn't win the faceoff. And there was, I think, four or five seconds left in that second period over in the Montreal zone. Like Troy said, Bedard and Reichel are out there for offensive possession. The Hawks don't win the draw. That's a lost play right then and there when maybe you can make something happen. It's a bit of a long shot, but at least it's a shot. And the Hawks were desperate to turn the momentum. We got one more break. Again, we'd like to hear from you. 312 7200. Hawks fall to Montreal 3 2 tonight. Up in Canada, Blackhawks post game show. 720 WGN.
0: Here's Barber getting it back to Matthews. For two second to get It's a
1: tricks. Joe Bowen, of sports net. A hat trick for Austin Matthews. Some real big fish. Coming into our final segment here. Blackhawks fall in the post game. Well, No, they fall in the game. This is the Blackhawks post-game show. 3-2 final in favor of the Montreal Canadiens. I'm Joe Brand. That is our next game preview. That's the Blackhawks' next matchup. They're taking on the Toronto Maple Leafs on Monday up in Canada. And by the way, the next game preview is sponsored by Plumbers 911 Chicago, where they do it right the first time. Hawks move to 1-2-0 On the season, they lose back-to-back games to Boston and Montreal on the road on a couple of original six matchups. So the next game will be another original six matchup before they wrap up the season-opening road trip in Colorado on Thursday. And then it's back home. Well, actually, they start things at home against the Vegas Golden Knights, the reigning Stanley Cup champs. This is a rough start for the Hawks, or a very challenging start for them. Pittsburgh, Boston, Montreal, Toronto, Colorado, Vegas, Boston, Vegas. Those are tough opponents. I know Montreal didn't have the season that they expected to last year, but they were amped, they were ready to go. as their home opener, and they did a very good job of limiting Connor Bedard. That being said, he picks up his third point, his second assist on the year, and going back to Leo from Albuquerque's point that the Hawks might be using Connor Bedard too much... I, I I don't mean to speak out of turn," he said. "Relying on Connor Bedard too much, I'm not ready to agree with that. I get where maybe that idea is coming from, but I mean, you can still tell that he is one of, if not the most talented players out there on the ice. He's making things happen. He's moving the puck around. He's finding the open spots. Let's hear from number 98.
2: know, not good enough. Um, yeah. We were more we desperate, and obviously we've gotten a couple. But uh, just, I mean, we had we had our chances, but a lot of breakdowns. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's what it feels like you had chances on the power play in the first, but in the second it kind of got away from you. What did you see? Uh, um, yeah, I think. we've I mean, obviously the power play is not good enough. You had a so far you had a score, but every game we had our looks, and we had I feel like you know some prime prime scoring chances. And um, of course you got to bear down and. I think you know, kind of keep working on it Hopefully you can do that. But definitely out of our looks, but obviously needs to be there. Does it a matter of the kind of the zone entries part of it? Just overthinking that and not be getting it in cleanly? Uh, yeah, I mean sometimes we do, sometimes we don't, and I don't know if our how bad our entries have been. I don't think they've been terrible, but um, I think kind of you got to look at everything and, and try to improve, you know, on everything.
1: Obviously not the result we got, it's, we're hoping for it but, uh, first game of uh, the Center, what is your wow. opinion on
2: that? Yeah, great atmosphere, um, many that come in, especially with the home opener, I mean, you know, loud and uh, they love their hockey here of course, so uh, it was a cool building plan, um, unfortunate result, but um, yeah, did the Blues catch um, off guard at all or was that... Something that you I it. great. I didn't really think about it before the game, but that
1: was awesome. Thanks to Ben Pope for that audio. Connor Bedard talking after the Hawks fall to the Montreal Canadiens three to two. Again, the Blackhawks next game will be against the Toronto Maple Leafs on Monday for game four of this five-game road trip to start off the season. Blackhawks hockey has been sponsored by Sitgo. When you start with Sitgo, you're good to go. United Airlines, Anheuser-Busch, Plumbers 911 Chicago, where they do it right the first time, and Northwestern Medicine. Big thanks to all the help we had here at the WGN Studios, our production crew of Alan Poppy, Jack Heinrich, and the new guy, Colin McCarthy. Another big thanks to our engineers, Krista Flores and Brett Jackson, and for the play-by-play and color crew over in Montreal. John Weidman had the call with Troy Murray. For everyone that I mentioned, I'm Joe Brand. Again, we'll talk to you Monday night when the Hawks visit the Toronto Maple Leafs. There'll be a 6 o'clock puck drop, a 5.30 FanDuel Sportsbook pregame show right here on 720 WGN.